Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. Very excited to have back in the studio two weeks out. Certainly, we're Tate, we're sorry about your family's loss. Thank you. I know it was a, a celebration of a great life, though, for Mr. Jarrett, uh, but we're glad to have you back. Thank you. I appreciate it, and I, I watched the show last week, so I appreciate the kind words. Uh, it was, you know, it's, uh, that, those things are never easy. So, but uh, it was, um, it was a good celebration of life and a life well lived. So, uh, thank you for the kind words. Thank you for Dr. Qualls uh, for filling in. I, I was wondering if I was going <laughs> to. I, I sent a text early this morning. Am I? Am I? Am I? Am I back? Am I out? I didn't know. <laughs> Well, I didn't know if you were going to have to hit the eject button. No, no, no. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know. I, he looked like he was having fun, and he did a great job. So I would say this. When he, you, know, you have to do it every, you know, every week. It's like you got to get in this. Uh, I'm not going to totally speak for the crew in here, but we all had to take a nap <laughs> the last two weeks uh, once the show was over. Hey, he's 100 miles hey, an hour. Hey, listen, and I give Dr. Qu First of all, he's, he's the sixth man now. He's the sixth man award winner. He's like Kevin McHale, which he doesn't totally like hearing that. I, 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 I don't really like that, though. Well, he finished his career as a – he was a part of – Kevin McHale, I mean. Oh. I don't like that. I, I don't like you, him being called a six-man. I thought you were feeling, feeling bad for <laughs> no, Dr. Cole. <laughs> no, no. I don't like Kevin McHale being labeled a six-man. How about Manu Ginobili? Sure. Okay, good. Sure. All right, go ahead. So, uh, we were just talking to the crew and I before the show, <laughs> the, the prescription of the week, which was totally unplanned. It was a great segment. Oh, he's hey, he's a witty cat now. <laughs> he's, He's, really he is, uh, he could definitely be, he could be on TV somewhere. Uh, and I love the corn puff, corn pipe. There was a lot of great, it was, it was great. Hey, did you know this? I, I told him, I said, does Tate know this? He, he described after the show, he was in an actual professional wrestling match. One. Yeah, when he was the principal at Hickman County Middle That's School. Right. Is that right? Oh, he, yeah. was, his, he was the high flyer. He was the high, and, and let me tell you something. Can't you see it? I wish we could find video of it, but I bet he was so amped up, man. You know, he he would be. I listen in terms of the professional wrestling industry, he'd be a great manager. But you'll appreciate this more: Jimmy Hart than Bobby the Brain Heenan. No doubt about it. Or Jimmy Cornette. <laughs> hey, I, I, we've talked. <laughs> can't you see him with a tennis racket? He'd be awesome. Uh, uh, we've talked about it before. I'm telling you, I'll never forget it. The very first game day was it, it gets it gets miss um, what's the word I'm looking for it I, I think we've lost track of what the actual first one was the first Paige one Fairview right it was Paige Fairview at Fairview but it was like back when they played like week five or week six and so anyways went out there and I promise you there weren't a whole lot of people now he 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 jokes about that part he's right there weren't a whole lot of people there I'm going oh my goodness what have we done uh, but once the camera came on. I thought his head was going to explode. He was so amped up. It was awesome. And then, of course, the next one was the the um, Ravenwood Station Camp football game, uh, playoff game. That was the cold game, Coach. It was so cold. We did it. We did a pregame, a halftime, and a postgame. And this is back when uh, I had the minivan. You remember the old white Ford <laughs> yes. Windstar? And we had all the samples. Promise you. After after halftime. I, I mean, my teeth were chattering. We went out and we got my sample bags out. We went in that um, that 
that mower shed out there at Ravenwood in the back. John Shane. We were shed. layering up Mr. all these. Shane's shed. <laughs> Mr. Shane's shed. We were layering up all these samples. I mean, we we're like five, but but they were all warm, you know, like. Of course. But it didn't. So we're like six layers deep. We came back out. Seriously, I thought I might have had frostbite. But anyways, <laughs> um, back to that. Uh, the the his enthusiasm is always unmatched. Unmatched. Well, we're glad to have you back. Yeah. We love Dr. Qualls. We're glad he could step in. And Do you he, want me to give the one correction, Mr. Producer? Uh, there's probably more than one, but give me the biggest one. Well, the the Stone Cold Steve Austin story. He was close. Oh, that 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 Mr. Jarrett said, "Pack your bags, go yeah, home." That wasn't him. It was, but it was bad. It was the Ultimate Warrior and another guy. Oh, Sting. It was Ultimate Warrior and Sting. So, anyways, he didn't quite get it right. In true Dr. Qualls fashion, he's close. He was he was he was he was right around it. The Mike Bobo Award. It, it was, it, it was the, the Mike, Mike Bobo Award, right? That's, that's it. He was right around it, kind of like he is on the 13th green at the Skyview Country Club. <laughs> Wasn't quite in the hole, but he was around it. <laughs> All right, Zay, listen, we got some stuff to talk Let's about. Go. Some exciting things. Let's go. We're gonna start with state wrestling. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna start off with the gym this week. Right off the bat. This week's gym, Summit, by finishing runner-up, they joined the 2005 Franklin team and the 2020 Fairview team. Those are the only schools we've had as runners-up for the traditional team title. Now, 1989, Franklin won our only traditional team title. The same year, Franklin also won our only boys basketball, basketball championship. Basketball, period, but yeah. particularly that was boys. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's actually, that's like a bunch of little gems. There was all kinds of gems there. And you're right. I'm glad you mentioned them because that was, that's what I was going to say. That's really hard to believe consider some, considering some of the great wrestling teams we had back in the 80s, the, the Jeff Jordan, Paul Hambrick, Franklin right. uh, wrestling teams. That, that, that 89, is that what you said? 89. They that had, was a state title. They had a 60 and a 71 I think they were 60 and 160 and 171, or they were 171 189. Hauser um, Rice and Taiwan Armstrong. Those were two great names. By hey, the let way. me. Oh man, and they were they were. Not only were they they nasty. Great wrestling were they nasty coach. They were nasty. And when they walk, they 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 put fear seriously. Those two guys, especially Taiwan Armstrong, when he came out on the mat, it, it was everybody in the crowd was like, I don't know who the. <laughs> The, the jabroni that's about to wrestle him is, but he's getting ready to get smacked down. And that's what happened. But anyways, you think about some of those great Jeff Jordan, Paul Hambrick, Franklin wrestling teams, some of the great GP West, Brentwood High wrestling teams. I mean, those that's, that's really a heck of an accomplishment. Here's what's great about this. Now, number one, for them to finish runners-up behind Cleveland. Yep. We, are, we know the Cleveland connection with Coach Miller. But here's the thing. So Cleveland, 190. Summit had 152 and a half, but Coach Miller would tell you, we'll be better next year. We've got a lot of guys coming back. We're going to have a better team next year. They're not satisfied with second, even though they're excited about it, but uh, something to be proud of. And you mentioned this before the show. Brentwood to finish eighth? Yes. That's getting kind of overlooked. That's strong, too. That's a very strong finish. And and had a couple matches that they, they knew they had some matches that were going to be close, but but and they were. A couple that that they they were a few. I'm talking like points in the decision of the match. They're two or three points away from maybe being a top five team. So, 
I thought that was a heck of a deal, a uh, heck of an accomplishment. Coach Smith's really been building that thing the right way. I can remember when he took over, there weren't very many wrestlers on the on the roster, and 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 uh, they've really got that thing going. But but yes, and the and the, and not only the the point differential. There's been times when Cleveland has won this thing, ninety points difference. You know, uh, you said it. Summit's going to get there. Cleveland. They keep closing the gap. We coming. But here's the deal, and, and you know it, and I know we're going to get to it. But you got to have you got to have some gold medals if you're going to win that thing. You do. And by medals, I mean more than one. Right. Yeah. Uh, do want to give a shout out? Nolensville 12, Indy 13, Franklin 15, Ravenwood 20, Centennial 26. On the Class A side, congratulations, Fairview. They finished fifth, Page tenth, and then the girls competition. I thought this was exciting. Indy seventh. Summit 12th, Franklin 23, Nolensville 46. Now, here's something I kind of like, Tate, when you look at this. You're talking about the progression of girls wrestling. 60 schools had wrestlers in AA. 57 schools had wrestlers in A. 71 different schools had girls wrestlers. Now, their teams aren't as big, but 71 different schools represented? That's pretty awesome. Oh, without a doubt. That's a Title IX trailblazer kind of thing. That is a win, for sure. It's pretty nice. Now, individual results, Tate, I thought this was interesting. Shout out to Charles Pulliam for pulling this thing out. We had 72 wrestlers at the tournament. 37 medaled, which means they were top six. 37. Nine finalists, three of those were champions. Pretty cool. How about that girls' side, Tate? Pretty excited about what we did there, Tate. Riley Lent at the 100-pound weight class at Independence. What a great story. What grade would you have been in to wrestle in the 100-pound? Actually, (laughs) uh... Eighth grade, probably. I, I I grew late. I graduated. I could have been anyway. Anyway, anyway, since, anyway. That's yeah, not, that's I gained really a lot of weight. Uh, no, uh, probably eighth grade. But but here's what's cool, and I hope I don't mess this up. But uh, she defeated Overton's Vivian Mariscal. That's right. Okay, Who five to year? four. She lost to her right. in the state championship. So. Uh, one, five to four, you know what kind of an exciting match that was. Comeback, she lost to her in a heartbreaker last year to lose the state championship. She comes back, faces her again. Kind of like, you know, uh, I was, Pulliam and I were talking about it this weekend, but there, there was a few matches like this. This is one of them that kind of had that rocky feel to it, you know. Lost the first one, came back and won it. So, And uh, for her to be the state champion, that's very cool. Uh, there at, at Independence, as you know, I always – Partial's not the right word, but but Independence was the first program right. with Coach Grindstaff to to jump all in, both feet in, on the women's wrestling program. So love to see that. But but what a, what a great way to come back, uh, and she did it in the final minute. So you know it wasn't like dominated from right. I don't know what the buzzer to buzzer it's is. It's not now. really opening bell. It's, it's not a horn. It's not a bell. It's a a beep. <laughs> We don't like that. So she did it in the final minute, and I, and I thought Pulliam uh, Charles did a great, as he always does, had a great article on her. But she's that's the way she wrestles. She's gonna give up some points, right? Kind of like the way you coached basketball. Oh. It was pedal to the metal, <laughs> but we're gonna outscore you. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> well, it in it this worked case, for Riley. It did. Yeah. Brooklyn Long Independence yep. one thirty eight. She was the runner. I know she's disappointed. Yep. She won it last year. She loses in the final this year, 4-2. to two. Now, on the boys' side, we had seven finalists led by two champions, both from Summit. Jarvis Little, what's he do? Back-to-back state champions. 
And then Landon DeSalle, and I know we can't really get into it here, but he was dealing with an injury that, I mean. But he wins at 138. Uh, he said, hey, I saw last year Jarvis won. That's great, but I wanted to do it too. And he said, and by the way, I'm not done yet because he's a junior. Junior, that's so right. It's exciting. I was, I was happy for Landon. Oh, heck yeah. And, and he was um, he was on a war path. He was on a mission this year to do it. And then uh, uh, Wilson Central's Connor Warnock, I mean, he's a, he's a stud wrestler. So got the win over him. He was not to be denied, and he wasn't. And then Jarvis Little comes back, back-to-back, first back-to-back in program history. Uh, so well, He was their first state champion right. as an individual wrestler last year. Yep. So here, th- I thought this was cool, too. The, and, he, and he did it in overtime. Bentley Ellison, who I believe he beat in overtime last year in the semis. Yeah. Sorry, Bentley. He's from Cleveland. We, we love, I mean, we coming. Yeah, yeah, we coming. <laughs> Gosh, I hope he comes to recruits there. But uh, unbelievable. Hey, and, and you how about, how about How about Coach Prime on game day? You know he would do it. Oh, my gosh. That'd break the... Maybe we ought to get that. All I can say is no. We can DM his son or whoever runs all that stuff. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what about our runners-up? We had pretty good representation. I know we had, uh, what, another five guys who were runners-up that were disappointed, but to make that final? Hey, man, you're in time, the final man. match. You've had a heck of a season. But uh, Henry Ribble of Fairview at the 120 weight pound class. Finley Jameson of Summit, second straight runner-up. I hate that for him, but what a great career. Trey McTory of Nolensville at 160. Your guy. Trey's going to get one before he leaves. Uh, Wyatt Gibbs of Brentwood. And then Ronan O'Connell, the big dog at Page. I, the guy, that was, and, and Ronan kind of had him, and then the guy was pretty quick, and that was like two dudes. There was two Brahma Bulls. That guy is a wrestler. That guy wrestles year-round. Ronan does this three months out of the year, uh, and I don't. And I know Ronan's. That's big, no. That's no excuse. No. I mean, but. Ronan's a big time football recruit, obviously. But I don't know if Ronan realizes it. He's also like a Division One wrestler too. Oh yeah, whether, that's what he did. Whether he knows it or not, and, and he can and do either one. I told Charles this on the radio this weekend too. The picture he he captured of him, I think it was his semifinal win where he was. That was a great picture, man. Uh, that Is was it, awesome. And what I love about with their football players, our linemen doing that, the the shape they get into, I mean, that's it's, – it's an unreal sport. It it's is. Unreal. I know you love wrestling. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. It makes you, you – you've watched it now. I mean, you've always watched it, even from your times at Beach, but now you're watching it even more. In, in a different now. way, too. Think about that. You cannot be a good heavyweight. Now, you might be able to win some district matches if they got a – a roly-poly over there, but you you don't get to the state tournament in advance right. without being good on your feet. Right. Uh, you got to be good with your hands. Well, offensive line, the NFL. You don't see fat offensive linemen in the NFL, right? Right. You got guys who can move their feet. They're good with their hands. They're athletes. Doctor Qualls hates cankles. You don't see any cankles uh, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> when you get to that level, right? By the way, <laughs> speaking of Doctor Qualls, I I had a conversation with Coach Derek. At the tournament, he said, yeah, he needs to drop him off for a little club stuff. or Yeah. The little fella. What's the, the name ba- of that? The bantamweight. Well, yeah, but he, I thought he bumped up. He bumped up. He What's did, the name of the team? I don't know the name of the team. Yeah. I didn't get that. I didn't do the, quite that much research. Let's put him Let's put him in the <laughs> Let's put him in the yellow jacket hive. Is that what they call it? That'd be good. The hive. If they don't, they should. They should. Uh, uh, one more thing. But, yeah, congratulations to all those guys. Um, that's a heck of a season. 
Uh, Wyatt Gibbs, great career. Uh, Finley, I mean, the, the, you know, just a great story on all of them. So uh, I know he came up a, in their eyes a little bit short, but in my opinion, you make it to that match, you're a dude. And I did want to give a shout-out to the OTL students, our work-based learning students. Listen, they created the graphics for the that came out when the wrestlers, and that parade of finalists, I guess is what you call it. It's not really champions because they hadn't wrestled yet, but right. where it's, you know, they announce all the classes and they put the pictures up on the board. We had those students there who had a video package that they show. Uh, they, had, uh, they took the pictures and made that graphic for those finalists. They did some pretty cool stuff at that event. I appreciate Mark Reeves and Joe Blair and Emily Crowell and the folks at TSSAA for giving those students that opportunity because what they were allowed to do and what they produced was very, very high level. Yeah, without a doubt. If anybody loves wrestling, it's Mark Reeves and Joe Blair. You know, I told, because uh, uh, you know that that Mark pulled the upset over Joe in, yeah. the, in the state tournament, and I, I saw them together. I said, hey, Mark, I want a full disclosure. <laughs> I told Joe that I thought uh, maybe he could take you now. Well, they're both in good enough shape that they could get out on the mat. <laughs> and then Mr. Reeves, who's total first class, said, well, you know, his team won. And, but, you know, it's got to come up. Shouldn't that come up every once in a while like, hey, I know you're pretty tough, but. I'm, I'm, I've got the win. <laughs> I, I've got more in the win-loss column. I wonder if they, surely that wasn't the first time they met. But. I think it was. Oh, really? I think it was, yeah. Well, both great guys. You know that's got to eat it, Joe. Sure. Both great guys, though. Yes. Let's talk a little hoops. Region tournament. We're going to start in 6-4A since we got – that's where the majority of our teams play. Brentwood with the third win over Ravenwood in the first round of the region. This is all taking place down at Hillsboro, 64-45. Keeping it in the family, Tate. Ava Jarrett. Ava with 23 points. Five three-pointers. Five threes in a game. Yeah. Well, no surprise. I got – Got a late start. But I'm sure you were working with her. <laughs> yeah, no. And I assure you it's not her father either. That guy couldn't hit a basketball, couldn't hit a shot. Of it. <laughs> hey, if, if there was a Newcomer of the Year award, yeah, it's got to go to Ava Jarrett. She's played great. She's come in and lit it up. And on anyways, a good got a, team. On a good team, and she's really added another dimension. But – you know, uh, you've seen her play. The thing that the thing that makes her so dangerous is she can do it outside and inside. So uh, she's really found her groove. Got a late start because she's she's a newcomer and 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 didn't start off right at the beginning of the season. But now think about that. And 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 she's been you know you've been seeing it coming. Fourteen here, twenty there, right. thirteen there. You got her scoring twenty three on five uh, three point with five three pointers, and you got Ella Ryan who can shoot lights out twenty. If Ella will open it up from downtown, she's going to drive it in. That's a matchup problem. No question about that. Uh, shout out to Elizabeth Flynn. End a really good career, 13 points for Ravenwood. MRL with 10. And they really played their best basketball at the end of the season, which they I did. know. They got better. That they did. Uh, Brentwood will now take on Columbia Central, a 56-33 winner over Overton. Hey, Columbia Central, uh, 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 they've got great plastic bins out there at the Home Depot, which are great to put the uniforms in. Go ahead and get those ready. Might want to take them to the gym with you. And just Any, any folding advice? <laughs> By the way, what, the, the, the Overton end? shade that you all had last week was did not go unnoticed either. <laughs> Dr. Qualls likes throwing the – he does. Hey, man, it's Wilco or nothing for that guy. <laughs> Wilco for life. 
what I thought was the game of the first round, maybe even boys no and doubt. girls. Nolansville 54, Franklin 47 in overtime. Uh, Cecily uh, Brandamore, the freshman for Franklin, who just had a great game, 19 points, 10 rebounds. She had a little free throw line looking jumper. Not that she should have hit it, but it was a good shot to end the game that would have won the game in regulation. Who saw that coming? Here's the other thing I would say, and I told Coach Ladd at this beginning of the tournament, I thought they were in a better bracket. Yeah. If you get Hillsborough in the semis, which they now do, I thought they had a better chance. That's the kind of game you win where you skate through, and maybe it's against a team that played great and you didn't quite play your best, that you end up going deep. I'm telling you, I think it's going to be no one's will Brentwood in the final. I think you could be right. I hope and, I'm right. And, and, and you're right. That game right there was – they're lucky to even be – lucky's not the right word. They fortunate. Got, fortunate. Great Very word. fortunate. Great word. And, and you know, man, and I think uh, Coach Hahn did an unbelievable job this year. She did. Don't you? Talk oh. about if the goal is to be playing your best basketball she by did. the end of the year, she did that. And I think this is – I think that job, for a lot of different reasons, is kind of like the centennial. There's been a lot of turnover. That's right. Uh, in, in, in the head coaching. That, that job needs some consistency. I think Coach Hahn will stay. Don't I you? do too. Yes, and I th- I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. So I, I thought she did a, I think she gets an A plus for her first. I year. agree. You talk about Brandon Moore, freshman Amy Elliott, a sophomore, eleven points. Uh, Lila Gardner, nine points, eight rebounds. She is a senior, but a lot of young players. And then speaking of young players, No Onesville's Addison Weeman. Now listen to these. She, she she's a freshman. Freshman. She's a freshman. <laughs> Sixteen <laughs> points, eight rebounds. Six blocks, four steals, sold a couple of Cokes in the concession stand before and after the game. She sang the national anthem before the game? My gosh. I saw those, and I was like, what? Yeah. What a night she had. They're still playing, so, but Nolansville is getting ready to go on another run. They are. They really are, and, and maybe that boys team too, which we'll talk about in a minute. Independence, 42-27, lost to the number one seed, Hillsboro, I'm going to tell you, though, Indy played well, and that score is not really indicative. It was like a four- and five-point game late in the third. Once Hillsboro got up, Independence had to start trying to do things they really can't do against Hillsboro. But I thought this was exciting. Annie Gibbs, 10 points, sophomore. Savannah C., 8 points, sophomore. They were two of the best players on the floor. Both of them were guards. Guards win. I'm sorry, big people. If you ain't got guards, you can't get it to the post players. So they've got two really good guards. They're going to be good, too. They are. Yep. Coach Hill doing a good job. They're building. And, and, and I, would, I would say the same thing as, as Franklin. And the, the Lady Eagles were playing their best basketball towards right. the end of the year. So um, not a basketball coach, but I do know that's a sign of a good coach. Fairview, uh, we knew this would probably happen. Uh, they play a really good Summertown team, but the important thing was with Coach McGowan and his squad, they made it uh, to the region tournament, got some extra games. And then Page, 38-56 losers to Upperman. End of a great career for Braley Bushman, 16 points, 11 rebounds, four steals, four assists. I'm going to tell you this, nothing against the R4A girls, but Page actually, region-wise, is coming to an easier region. They play when they up, come. Oh yeah, Upperman. Yeah, who can beat anyone? And yeah. that's your region. And there's other teams over there too. But uh, maybe top to bottom, the four A's better. But in terms of the I best, don't know. The, I don't know about on the girls. Yeah, it's 
Yeah, boys is going to be tougher. But the girls, no question, it's, it's going to be a little bit of a reprieve. That Not the, that it's going to be easy, but it right. won't be quite. So congratulations uh, to those teams and those that ended their careers. Same thing on the boys' side. I know it's tough. Part of it. There's been a lot of greats uh, in the Lady Patriot basketball program. Braylee Bushman goes out as one of the greats. She's a heck of a flag football player, too. Yes, she is. <laughs> She's really good. We got another season over, too. Yes. Uh, Independence. Let's talk boys now. Independence, 55-44 win over Brentwood. It was a two-point game late in the third. And I talked to Coach Wilkins about this. And, by the way, I thought Coach Bond did a really good job. Cochran's a great player. In terms of the pieces around him, young, maybe not quite as talented as they've been in the past. Uh, obviously, having Degnan out, he comes back for this particular game. They were a different team than they were without him. But what I noticed about Independence, I thought this is a good team. Like we didn't know that. But <laughs> they're two points up late in the third, and there was a chance to panic. Yeah. No. You could just see they had this smooth, kind of calm demeanor, and a lot of it was Tylen Lewis. Tylen, just a sophomore, 17 points there from the point guard position. That old let him shoot, that's over. Yes. I mean, I'm not saying he's out there stroking six threes in a game, but he can put it in the basket too. Yes. And for anybody who watched him his days with the Thompson Station Thunder, you knew. I mean, he, he he's a player now. Uh, I've, he is. I've, I've watched that for years. But, but um, Tylen Lewis, 17 points. Matthew Witt, 13 points. Coach Bond and Coach Crane and – uh, now they got they got DJ Coach Jennings over there now too. He's probably helping with the scouting oh, yeah. report. But they did. They had a great game plan. They just didn't have enough. I guess we can say that, right? Yes. They didn't have enough bullets uh, in, in the gun. But I, I I was out of town. I was at a swim meet. It's been swim meet season. I listened to our good friend, uh, the Dash Man Brad Dashiell on Dash Two Sports uh, on on the on the internet. I was listening to the game, and when it was still tight. Josh Owens was making plays, man. He, he ended was. up with 10 points, and he was making plays at a very critical point of the game. So you can't take away what Tylen did. You can't take away what Matthew did. But I thought Josh Owens might have had the 10 most important points in the game. Really happy to see him step up. And you're right. When, when somebody gives you their best shot and they hold Jet Montgomery to eight points, and then that happens, you're a good team. I, I just uh... – they're going to be in the state tournament. I just believe it. They just got that experience. I feel like they're now that's at the tournament, kind of like Fairview's boys, that they're kind of going back up a level. I, I just I think that's what's going to happen. Regardless of what happens in the – they got to beat Nolensville first. No, right. I mean, they, they do. And Nolensville's got a shot. Uh, Brentwood, do shout out Daniel Cochran, 21 points, and then Degnan with 17. The problem they had, I think they had only like six more points. Right. Besides what they scored. Upset of the tournament, Nolensville, 61, Centennial, 56. The Knights jumped out early. Yes. Uh, Up 15 in the first half, weren't they? Early. And, and, and I think Coach Moore would admit this. It's not Centennial's M.O. to get behind. The way they play, the style they play, uh, their ability to score, not that they can't score, but they need it to be kind of a tight game. I do give them credit now. They were down 50-40 to 40 going to the fourth. They cut that thing all the way back to 56-53. But get no, give no one's real credit. They've got a young team, but they've had a lot of close games, and you feel like it paid off during that tournament game. So great win for Coach Gadice and Nolensville. 
Uh, I'd have to admit I'm bummed for Coach Moore too. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for Noah's but I'm bummed for him because I know they had such a great year. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you this: I thought that no, if if Indy played no uh, Centennial, that had a chance to be like the game of the tournament. But give no one's will credit; they're still in it. They're not saying, "Hey, pencil Indy in to the section." No, they're planning on winning that game. Then they've played Indy close. Uh, Coach Gadice, though, you know, and, and all coaches, if they're any good, have confidence in their team, right? They expect to win. But you know, talking to him, he's been saying this: like, "Hey." I'm telling you, we're getting better. We're getting better. If we can, if we can have a couple of things go our way, we're going to make some noise. So that's a huge win. And 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 so I, I, talk about growth. They were up big. They cut it down to three. Uh, they had, Centennial had a chance to tie it with a three pointer. Uh, so then to hold on and to get that win, that was a tough, tough win. Centennial could have very easily been the the um, the, the the region champions as well. So. Uh, you're, you're dang right he expects to beat Independence, uh, you know, or, or any of them. So. Don't count them out. And first year, great job. Not, a, I don't think the pundits had Nolensville still playing on February the – No, I don't think so either. In the February. And I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, the first 4A wins in the region for the boys and the girls. That, that cool. school's on fire. Oh, yeah. It is. Uh, Nolensville, Jaden Clark, 18 points. Lewis Pring, B.J. Hall with 11 for Centennial, Dominic Reed, 15, Tanner Lee, 12, Miles Catawala, 10 in his final game for the Cougars. Now, you've heard of the hot takes of the week. This may be uh, the dumb take of the week, that I once again, <laughs> once again, I go against the Raptors and Coach Whitlock, and I even said, because Qualls got – he didn't know who he was going to pick until he started talking about it, but he ended up picking Coach Whitlock, and I said, listen <laughs> – We've made them mad all year. I'm just going to stick with it. I'm going with Franklin. Uh, but Ravenwood, for the sixth time in a row, sixth, uh, beat Franklin, a very good Franklin team, 59-49. Both teams came out quick shooting the threes. And I, I thought I'd be – I didn't really talk to Coach Whitlock about it, but I got a feeling this was the case. They played a little faster than they do sometimes. They've done that a couple times lately, and they're playing well. But in this particular game, because Franklin's bench is so short, in fact, uh, Franklin had a win over Indy earlier in the year. They didn't sub one time. That's really hard to believe. Yeah, it really is. But that happens. So Ravenwood was shuffling people in and out, and by the fourth quarter, they were in the legs of Franklin. I think it was the difference in the game. Probably right. And and they they do uh, they do have the ability to play fast when they want to. So a huge win. I mean, talk about matchups, right? That's Golly, right. um, third win this year. Third this year in really close games. But I learned my lesson about picking. I wasn't here last week, but I learned my lesson about picking against the Raptors come tournament time about four years ago when uh, Rex Gaynor was there. Miss Gaynor got hold of me afterwards. <laughs> that was the win over Centennial. <laughs> yes. And uh, so, anyways, there's and now we got Evan there. So, here, so because you weren't here to make the picks, and I can't really go back on mine because I've already picked the tournament. But since you weren't here, so does that mean in the matchup of the only two Ravenwood coaches ever, Coach Thweet versus Coach Witt? Am I missing one? Yeah. Dang it. Kevin Maggard was there for oh, a month. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was there for like one Where month. Where that? Just, you know. <laughs> in the summer. Doesn't count. <laughs> right. The right. only two of record in terms of a game. The only two that actually coached the yes. game. Are you, are you telling me that you're going with the game planning of Coach Whitlock 
for the upset at Hillsboro? Or, or do we need to keep picking against them so it keeps their mojo going? Well, the story from inside sources, Larry Whitlock, <laughs> Patrick's father, supposedly Patrick and Coach Stackhouse have been uh, having some closed-door collaboration. collaboration sessions over at Fleming Steakhouse <laughs> behind Dudley Field. So I don't know. I, we'll have to get to that, but. Uh, yeah, don't don't. I'm just telling you, I had to learn the hard way. You've had to learn the hard way when you pick against uh, the Raptors in the postseason. Sometimes you. But I'm gonna tell you this: get, get ready. On your face. Get ready for this, Ravenwood. You're gonna have a big target on you next year because I'm picking you to. Because they're gonna have all these guys back. <laughs> I'm sure they're. They've got a couple. I'm seniors. sure they wish you wouldn't. Yeah, but I'm going to. Uh, Lamuno, 18 points. Uh, Brent Shelby, 11. Ethan Myers, 10. Franklin led by Cooper Jordan with 22. Sam Madawi, 10. Into a great career for Jack Medalli. Yep. Eight points. Summit versus Hillsborough. We talked about Hillsborough being the next opponent. 74 34 Hillsborough. Just too much now. Hillsborough's good. Yes. Uh, shout out to Caitlin Festy, who had nine points for Summit. Alex Pollard, the lone senior, which I know was tough for him, but uh, shout out to him for a nice season. I uh, do want to also mention Fairview, who's ho they're hosting the region. It's Mays McCoy goes out. He's out for the year. Uh, that's tough for Fairview that's to have tough. to overcome. But Nathan Dillingham stepped up. He had 24 points. Jack Estes with 13. They beat Summertown. Not the Les Trotter Summertown, but Summertown 66-49. They have a date now with White House Heritage in the semis. They split during the year. Hey, White House Heritage, contact Columbia. You're going to need the same type of plastic <laughs> bins. It's ending for you that night. Yeah. Hey, Agreed? Hey, yeah. And guess what White House Heritage is just down the street and on the other side of the interstate of? Go ahead and plan your post-game meal at Sad Sam's. Go get and, you some Vienna sausages and, and some and saltines. It's some fireworks. It's some fireworks, and you can go celebrate over the weekend. White House Heritage, thanks for playing. Hey, and Fairview, because Coach McCoy's got some – he's got a little – Fire. He, he got, got some juice. He's got some juice. He's got some edge to him. Man, I would have loved to have seen some some good Fairview Trey McCoy teams against some old Les Trotter Summertown teams. That'd have been worth the price of admission just to watch those two. It would have been unbelievable. <laughs> could, unbelievable. Have, could have possibly been uh, needed some administrators <laughs> to get involved. That would have been awesome. White House Heritage, thanks for playing. Final game, which we're not going to talk about a lot, but we want to give a shout out to Coach Street and the job he's done there at Page. Uh, they lose that district final to yeah. Lawrence County, 57. They'd had two really close games during the year. It was played at Lawrence. They lose by three. Now they get in a situation where really Stone Memorial was the best team in that district. No. The best two teams matched up in the first round of the region. So they both lost like the wrong games Yes, to play each other. Uh, it's not an upset. Stone Memorial beat Page 57-47. Stone Memorial is 24-5. and they're, they're really, really so good. So that was a tough deal for yep. Page. Doesn't take away from their season. Great job. Andrew Kakulia had 15 points. Isaac Power, 13. But congratulations to Page. Nice job. Coach Street has got that program on the upward trajectory for sure. He does. So let's just look real quick. I want you to look at this with me real quick. Uh, let's go all the way over. So we've already said Fairview is going to keep it rolling. So we're going to look at that 4A. Because I want to give you a chance now. Okay. I want to give you a chance to just make your picture. I've already made mine. But I'm going to give you a chance to make them side? here. So we're gonna, now we're going to start with the girls. The 4A girls, girls okay. region. So I'll okay. tell you the matchups. So we've got Hillsboro and Nolensville. 
And then we've got Brentwood, Columbia. Tell me how those games are going to go. Tell me who's going to win the title. Brentwood is going to beat Columbia. Boat race city. Mm. Coach Reed, he's on the Duck River. <laughs> he's got the Bassmaster fired up, getting ready for the ride up. Got the sunglasses on, Kid Rock on the radio. Nolensville, Hillsboro. Mm. Mm. This is tough. Mm. Mm. Man, they're so dang athletic. Uh, and it took everything out of them to get that win over Franklin. So, I hope I'm wrong, but I think Hillsboro wins. Then, Hillsboro and Brentwood. Hillsborough, Three and oh, Hillsboro's got the edge right now. Not so fast, my friend. Not three and one. The two-headed monster, Ava Jarrett, Ella Ryan, 20 points apiece, which I know Hillsboro's going to try not to let that happen. The Brentwood Lady Bruins win the championship. I like it. Except I want no one's with Hillsboro. Yes. As you do too. Of but you just I want it. But, but you gotta pick it. Gotta be honest. All right, here we go. Hillsboro Ravenwood Boys, Boys Region Semis, and then we've got Independence Nowensville. So here's your chance. The two Ravenwood Boys coaches of record. Coach Thweet, the original, Coach Whitlock on his like 29th year as head coach of Ravenwood. The longest tenured boys coach and really coach he's the, period. He's the Dennis King. Of he's, he's the dean of, of basketball coaches. No doubt. Uh, what's happening there? Hillsboro, Ravenwood. Where is this? At Hillsboro. Gosh. You knew that. You're just trying to act like that when you pick Hillsboro. Amen. <laughs> coach Whitlock, they're going to break through. Oh, I like it. My man, Evan Gaynor. The field general, the floor general, the floor general, buddy. I need you. I need you. Putting all my chips in on. I like it. They finally break through. And I hope you're right. And it's going to be low scoring. This will not be fast scoring. So I'm going Ravenwood. On the other side, Coach Gadice, unbelievable job, brother. Indy's got too much. Indy's, Indy, I'm with you. I think, uh, I think Indy's ending up in one way or the other. They're ending up in the house that Kern built. So you're predicting an Indy Ravenwood region matchup repeat from last year. That's turned into a pretty good little rival. It's it, L- it, a little bit of um, it's spice too. It's yeah. It's not. Let's call it chippy in a good way. Yes. It's got a little little edge to it. Yes. Indy Ravenwood. Who you picking in that game? Hey man, we just talked about it. When Jet Montgomery scores eight points and then we got three guys in double figures, too much firepower. Indy. Independence. Tate, you were on your A game today. You were too, brother. You, <laughs> I guess you're not picking? Well, I picked last week. Oh, I already picked the whole tournament. Oh, that's right. That's I can't right. not going back and picking like what it. I – No, no, you're right. You're right. But I, I also forgot. said Indy Centennial would be the game of the tournament, and they're not playing, so. <sighs> Rubbing salt in the wound. Well, no, I didn't mean that. I'm just no, saying, I know. saying what I know. Tate, glad you're back. Hey, man, this was fun. I cannot wait. Spring don't want to don't want to jump ahead of basketball too soon, but we're going to be talking spring sports really, really soon. Hey, Wilco's right around the corner. Right around the corner. Got something up your sleeve? A couple things. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's great. Appreciate you guys joining us this week, and we'll see you next time on Sports Connection. <laughs>